Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it and let's get to it. Welcome to October the 7th. Yes, we are in the month of October, guys. And I hope October is doing well for you thus far in these seven days, October the 7th. Um, today is a little bit kind of like sad for me because this time last year I lost one of my two adorable cats, um, Monkey. <clears throat> uh, I know back last year there's an episode I did uh, about losing her. She was an amazing cat, an adorable cat, and a cat that just, it, it's hard to explain guys, like, you know, us humans, there are more and more talk about, you know, sexuality and, you know, you have pansexual, you have bisexual, you have trans, you have uh, queer, you have gay, <clears throat> you have asexual. Um, there are a lot of different, well, I hate to say the word labels, but types of sexuality, heterosexual, homosexual. It's not just black and white though. There's way more to it than just heterosexual, homosexual. And I'm not going to get into that conversation or that topic today. But I did want to say the reason that I'm even bringing that up is because my cat monkey from when she was born, everybody thought she was a boy. I even thought she was a boy. And it, there was just something about her. She was so tomboyish. She was so, she was a little monkey. And, and I, I was like, you know, monkey, you know, Animals don't have a choice, you know. <laughs> I know you're gonna like that's crazy hope. Like an animal would have a choice to be a female or a male. We don't know. I, you don't know the mind of a cat or a dog or any animal for that matter. I don't know either. All I'm trying to say is, I thought she was a boy. There's something about her facial features or something about her mannerisms. I'm not saying that that she was acting like a boy cat, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. But there probably wasn't one person, even the vets mistaked, mis mistook her for a boy cat. Um, yeah, so, I mean, her sister, Spunky, she's like a little princess. I mean, she is so adorably cute and feminine and, 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 and nobody really mistakes her for a, you know, a different cat. She's a girl cat. Everybody was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. She's so awesome, so gorgeous, so adorable so princess-ish but they would say the opposite about monkey so I don't know I don't care either I mean at the end of the day she was my adorable monkey and monkey was my baby and she was only seven when she passed away so my heart when I say that I cried guys I'm saying I cried I mourned her I cried an ugly one of those ugly cries and even at the emergency room, when I took her to the emergency room, I was just beside myself. I, I had never got that attached to an animal, and I never thought I could get that attached to, to an animal. But I just adored her. I loved her so much. She was my daughter. You know, her and Spunky are my daughters, my kids. I've never had kids. I can't have kids. I may never have kids. I mean, who's to say in another 10 years, if I'm financially <clears throat> stable and healthy, uh, physically healthy as well, of course. You know, I might try fostering a child or adopting a child when I'm 60 because, you know, 50s are the new 30s, so 60s are the new 40s, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But regardless, her and her sister Spunky were my babies and I've had them since they were babies. So, it was, today was kind of somber, you know, because I'm remembering her and how much it hurt me when she passed away and just the memories of her and her adorable ways. 
So yeah, I mean, animals are just amazing. And if you get a chance, just throw in a little shout out to the Humane Society. Um, if you live in the Fort Worth, Dallas area, guys, think about adopting a dog. I would if it wasn't super expensive to have another animal in my apartment, but it's a small, small, small apartment. And when I say small, it's small. And I already have a cat. And she's never been around anything other than her sister, you know, as far as like animals. When she was little, she had a little play kitty cat, but they didn't get along. So I can't imagine what she would be like around a dog. But the reason I bring this up is all of October, they're waiving the adoption fees um, because they have so many dogs. They just have too many. And if they don't get adopted, they're going to have to be euthanized. <clears throat> which of course means they'll be put down they'll be killed because there's there's nowhere to put them and I wish I had a lot of money where I could have a dog farm or something like that where I could just take them and, and let them roam out in the country or something but if you are able or if you know somebody that's looking for a dog um, please let them know there are plenty available in all of October they like again they're they're waiving the uh, adoption fees so yeah, pass that on. Anywho, monkeys looking down from heaven. And I am one of those people who believe that animals do go to heaven. My mom didn't believe that, but I'm, I kind of feel like she's, I picture her anyway, up there in heaven with monkey, playing with monkey. And probably when she got to heaven, she was like, really? Monkey, cats and dogs, and they all get to heaven? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, hope was right. Um, I, whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But I just picture, picture my monkeys up there having a heck of a time in heaven and pain-free I don't know if I said that in the last one but they thought that she might have had lung cancer so she is just a happy hat up there looking down just like my mother is looking down from heaven and watching over me so yeah to monkey I love you I miss you you and your sister are the best things that ever happened to me seriously all right so couple things here I'm going to talk about today. To find, by the way, today is the last episode of season six. So uh, I think at 23 episodes for season six. So this is the last episode for season six. And then I'm going to take a break, maybe for a week, maybe for two weeks. I'm not too sure yet. Um, and then come back getting ready for season seven and see what kind of stuff we're going to bring on for season seven. But today I want to talk about two things. So number one, um, my vehicle, when I, uh, well, three things, maybe. I went to Vegas, baby, and I had um, a reunion with people that I was uh, in the army with over, over in Germany, Deutschland. And I hadn't seen these folks in 20 years, but I also met some new people, which was really cool. And it was, it was a really good time. I mean, I'm not as young as I used to be, and with all the crazy stuff that my body has gone through in the last 10 years, I can't capote like I used to which is a good thing. Um, but I did have enough adult beverages to, to kind of be a little kind of like loose as far as like chill, you know? Um, and that was really cool. I mean, I stayed up till like four in the morning. Um, Friday going into Saturday, that probably wasn't good. And then I didn't get that much of sleep. And then Saturday we had another function and I had to actually be, be at the airport by, you know, picked up by the bus at 6 a.m. the shuttle so everybody went dancing to like this really cool 80s group that plays there in Vegas that I heard is a phenomenal uh, act 
but I had to skip it because my body was just too tired and I, and I have constant fatigue because of all the stuff that I've gone through. So everybody understood. And so, but it was just, it was just really cool to, to see the faces of those that I hadn't seen in over 20 years. Um, there weren't a lot of people that showed up for the reunion. I think there were a lot of people that attended, intended to go to the reunion, but for whatever reasons, they weren't able to make it. But it was the first, and hopefully the first of many. Uh, we're looking at going to Germany in two years, so we have two years to prepare for that. And hopefully there'll be more people that are that'll join us for that reunion. And I'm just excited to be going back to Germany because I always love going there. But it was really cool, guys. Um, reunions are always awesome. And we got t-shirts as well for it. And it was just a really, really good time to talk about the stories, to see pictures, to, you know, kind of go back to that time, back to the 1999, back to 2000, back to 2001. And it's, it was surreal. It was just so real. So many uh, great memories, sometimes even some not so great memories with some of the people that I came across, but none of which were there at the reunion, which was good. Well, one of them was, but he he was a changed man. You know, he got married, he had kids, and he actually spoke to me, uh, He, uh, which was uh, surprised because he really never liked me. And, uh, and I don't think he never personally didn't like me. I think he just didn't like the situation. In a, in, in a nutshell, he, he wasn't happy that I got there and I got promoted above him in the sense of like position of authority. And it was purely because I had time and service had nothing to do with anything other than that uh, but he had been in Germany longer than me and yet I'm the one that got put in position of authority and he wasn't happy about that and, you know I can agree I can understand that but it's the military you know you don't have options you don't get choices you do what you gotta do and you get you do what you get told to do so but that said he was he was really cool I got to meet his wife and he seemed like a much laid-back happy guy so it was excited about that uh, Vegas was cool stayed in the first all non-smoking hotel called Park MGM they have actually a little boutique hotel above it called uh, Nomad and it was awesome my room was amazing and guess what I didn't pay a penny for it I mean I had to pay a deposit for each night there but uh, I got that deposit back but the reason I didn't have to pay anything is because a couple of years ago I had the player's card and kind of went crazy with the money that I had saved when I was in Saudi and spent a little bit more than I should have while I was on vacation and um yeah so I accumulated all these points and basically I got um like food free food voucher and which was able to use for Starbucks which was amazing and um for a really nice hotel room a hotel room that had a bathtub outside by the by the bedroom it was very romantic it would have been very romantic for me if I had somebody with me but I was not with anybody so it was still romantic you know just in the sense that it was a really cool cool spacious room up there on the top one of the top levels but uh anyway face was cool of course I didn't win anything didn't have didn't have much to 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 play to win anything and that was all right I had enough money to take some ubers um give some tips and um yeah have a couple adult beverages but um I didn't need much thankfully and everything was good nobody 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 uh, got arrested nobody blacked out none of that stuff I don't think anyway um but yeah it was it was a good time and I hope to be able to uh, attend the, the one in Germany in two years
Okay, so yeah, moving on. So I get back Sunday, and then Monday I start driving for Uber and Lyft. And guess what? My car overheats. Yes, 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 you heard that right. The same car, the same car that it was put in the shop for almost six weeks overheats. And this girl is not happy about that. My engine just got replaced over a month ago. So why is my engine overheating? So why is the thermostat going in high? I mean, I don't want this car to blow up or anything. I don't know what to expect. I mean, yeah, uh, I was a bit worried and a bit, a little scared actually, because I've never come across that. So at any rate, I turned it into the, I didn't have enough money to get it towed. So I let it rest for an hour. They were going to charge like $300 to tow it 30 miles. That's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, so I let it cool off for an hour and then prayed a lot on my drive to the dealership. And thankfully it didn't even start going into the high direction for the thermostat until I, right, when I got to the dealership. So thank you, baby Jesus, uh, that I got there fine and dandy. However, here's the big however, they had 16 cars ahead of me. And with everything going on with the pandemic, there are not enough mechanics, the parts aren't coming in in time. So people, you know, and then people are coming in for oil changes, there's just so much to it. So I ended up having to get an Uber to my brother's and stay at my brother's for two days because, you know, I didn't have a car and I had to go back and take his daughter to school. So I might as well just stay there. And that's what I did. Very grateful for my brother for, um, even letting me borrow the car in the morning after I drop off his daughter to check on my baby, Spunky. Uh, and I could have borrowed his car, but I didn't want to put miles on his car. He's got a really nice uh, SUV and he's trying to keep the miles low. And, and I, I appreciate that. I, I respect that. So at any rate, uh, they didn't have a car loan. They didn't have a loaner because there's just not enough cars right now. It's just crazy, guys. Lack of cars everywhere. It's just, it's just the dealership's empty. Um... This pandemic has just affected the world in ways that we, I don't know if we'll ever know until we see it on Netflix one day. Um, they finally got to my car. Remember, 16 cars ahead of me on Monday. Thursday morning. So, all of Mon- all of Tuesday on all of Wednesday. It finally got checked out on Thursday morning. And I was told that um oh, i got a loaner for one day i got a mom's sucker van oh my gosh those things are huge i mean they're pretty awesome to be honest like i was a little like little like hey i could do the van thing but they're gigantic and they probably cost like 50 dollars to fill up the gas tank so no i like my baby SUV. so i had the loaner for a day but i was like i don't want the loaner i want my car i need to be out there i need to be making money i need to be driving hello that's what I do. So I wasn't too jazzed about that because time is money and I was losing money. So turns out that there was a clamp on it. I don't know when they replaced the engine, the, when they got the new engine in there, there's a clamp that's in a weird position. And they believe that the mechanic who put the engine in just missed the clamp as far as tighten it correctly. He didn't tighten it as tight as it should be. And there was, I guess, a leak or something. And I don't even know all of details, but at the end of the day, it was something they missed. It was something on their part. So they had to fix it and they fixed it at their cost and not at my cost, which of course, that would be 
truly the way it should be. So I got my car back. I did a little driving today and I'm on my way to getting back on the road again. On the road again. Blah, 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 blah. Willie Nelson. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Yes. I, at one point I thought I'd not go back to Uber driving and Lyft driving. I just didn't want to do it anymore. But then I got cancer again and I was excited to go back and work because it fit. Like I said before, it fit my schedule. I can do things <clears throat> without having to call off work. And, you know, if I didn't feel like going to work, I didn't have to go to work. I didn't have to answer to anybody. And that's a, such a great thing about working for driving for Lyft and Uber. So I'm so excited to go back and continue to drive full time as much as I can. I want to kind of like finish this year, these next three months with just driving as much as I can. And I'm going to put a lot of miles and then I'm going to go over 100,000 miles on my car. But in fixing things, you know, if it needs new brakes here or if it needs air filters there, you know, I'm able to do that because I'll be driving a lot. And then, of course, paying off some people that I want to pay off that have helped me, that helped me while I was going through cancer. So um, I just feel better when I'm working and paying my bills and not having to worry about people or not have to think about people helping me. And please don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful for people that have helped me and I'll, <clears throat> I'll never be able to repay them because of their gratitude and their generosity and their kindness and their love for me. Um, but it's, it feels good to, to be back at work. So yeah, I was really bummed when my car had to be in the shop for three days. Not cool. But it's back. It's with me. And we're going to be all right. So now, last thing is good news. It's good news that I have my car back. But the last thing I want to talk about is also some good news. Because I saw my doctor. And my blood work, my CA-125, came back at, I think, 8.5, which is amazing because you want it to be under 10. I think 39 is the normal range. Anything under 39 is normal. Anything over 39 is starts to make you have some, hey, what's going on with your body? So 8.5 is amazing. So thank you for your support, your prayers, your good wishes, your good vibes, all that juju you're sending my way. Thank you. Here, Here's the interesting thing, though. My doctor doesn't want to put me on... Uh, maintenance therapy and he did say that back in june he said, or july he was like let's think about putting you on maintenance therapy which is like chemotherapy kind of thing but with an oral pill less invasive less side effects with the exception of the fact that it can damage your bone marrow and i didn't know that i think i read a little bit about it but i wasn't too sure but he basically clarified for me that Maintenance therapy can damage your bone marrow. And since I've had, you know, 24 treatments of chemotherapy, my bones, my bone marrow's already been damaged. Yay! And that's why I have like pain from time to time. Just different parts of my body hurt and it's a deep pain. It's not muscles. It's not the muscle that's hurting or sore. It's, it's deeper than that. It's the bone and it's deep in the bone. Sometimes it can be my arm, my wrist. Sometimes I feel it in my shoulders, just different areas. And he said, I'm trying to give your bone marrow a rest. I mean, he kind of said it like that, guys. So I think what he thinks or what he's thinking is, I could put you on maintenance therapy that's going to end up damaging your bone marrow more. And then if cancer comes back, 
when you get back on actual chemotherapy, it's going to damage your bone marrow even more. So I just feel like you should rest your bone marrow and not take the maintenance therapy. So when cancer does come back, your body will be rested enough to deal with the chemotherapy that you'll get next. Now, this is kind of conjecture or maybe a theory of mine, but I felt like that's kind of what the vibe he was giving me. Because he's not talking about taking the port out, the port that's in my chest, that's been in my chest for over two years. And the fact that he mentioned, you know, I'm trying to give your bone marrow rest. Rest for what? I guess rest for what might come next. Because he did say that the fact that cancers come back twice, it's going to keep coming back. And I've said it before, I appreciate his transparency. Though, you know, he doesn't know. Nobody knows. Only God. So, I just got basically the all clear until January. So, January is the next day. Beginning of January, middle of January, I'll be seeing him again. I think it's the beginning. And uh, we'll go from there. And he said he doesn't want to give me another CT scan unless my CA125 goes up. Or unless I'm starting to get some symptoms that something's not right. And so far, doing good. Doing good. So that is good news on my podcast, peeps. Good news. And I wanted to end on good news with this episode because it's the last episode of season six. And yeah, it's good news. It is good news because even though they don't say I'm cancer free, I kind of see myself as cancer free. I'm believing that I'm cancer free and I'm in remission. Um, Even if they don't say it. I'm believing it. So yeah, that's where we are. Happy October. And I'll hit you guys back in a couple of weeks, maybe by the end of October or the beginning of November, or if things start to happen where I feel like I need to to start up the next season, then, then I'll start sooner. But we shall see. You know, with Talk Time with Hope, you just never know. I hope you're doing well. Staying safe. Yes. Continue to wear your mask where you need it. Wash your hands, social distance, and if you haven't <clears throat> got that vaccine, yo, get that vaccine. Even my BFF finally got her vaccine, so. And if she get, could get it, I think anybody's open to it now. But seriously, stay safe regardless if you got it or if you don't got it. Stay safe. Treat each other well. Be good to each other. God bless you. <clears throat> Thank you for giving me a listen. No, there's a lot more interesting podcasts out there, especially on those true crime ones. <clears throat> Those true crime ones rock. And um, yeah, so you have many choices out there. But if you give me a listen, I really appreciate it because it's just little old me trying to share my life with the world. So you stay safe wherever you are, whoever you are. And I shall see you on the flip side. Again, God bless you. This has been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Bye for now. Thank you.